Yo, yo, yo. What's up, motherfuckers? Who we got in the chat? Who we got in the chat? Who we got? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We got Drastly. Pat Beauchamp. Who else we got? If you're in the chat, let me know. Reveal yourselves, as they say. So, um, today I'm trying out a different camera angle. It was supposed to be a little bit different. Uh, Annabelle was supposed to be here today. But unfortunately, she couldn't make it. So, as they say in good English... I don't know if it's good English. The show must go on. show must go on, mate. Yeah, Annabelle Labette, Pat Beauchamp says. So, yeah, French version coming soon. Very soon. Much sooner than you think. Uh, just like me. <laughs> no, no, it's a joke. Um, so, yeah. Welcome. So, I'm trying out this. Uh, yeah, I'm solo again, Pat. So, I'm trying out this new camera angle. I was actually supposed to try a new one. Uh, with Annabelle in studio, uh, kind of like a middle shot, but since she's not here, we're going to get to try it out probably this week or next weekend. Uh, did you guys break up? <laughs> we, we broke up. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But um, so, yeah. So that being said, um, because it was kind of last minute, I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about. I hadn't prepared all week. And then something came to me as I was, uh, oh, shit. Codex, what's up, what's up? Something came to me as I was uh, perusing the intranets. I didn't actually search up in Twitter this time of what uh, I'm going to talk about. But something about main character came up, and I knew I was going to talk. I was gonna delve deeper into sex addiction. By the way, thanks for the audio version on Spotify. It's awesome. You're welcome, Pat. You're welcome. It's my pleasure, as they say. So... Um, so we're going to delve a little bit deeper into sex addiction, my sex addiction, how my stories. So last week we spoke about mainly how it affects you, the differences and all of that. Hi, guys. I found the chat. Oh, Mademoiselle Mew, you finally found the chat. Very nice. Very nice. So uh, basically now I'm going to delve into the stories where I think sex addiction and porn addiction has... Um, Affected my life. Oh, we got Pierre Luke in the chat too. What's up? What's up? What's up? So, and because, so what, what I'm going to compare my stories to is I pulled up uh, two things. Uh, crazy stories from, uh, crazy sex addiction stories on Reddit. And I found one that was interesting uh, that I, I could not really relate to, but sort of relate to. And I realized some other stuff, like sex addiction can actually lead into multiple other Issues. We're going to get into it in a moment. Uh, good thing you posted on the Discord. Yeah, <laughs> Pat. But uh, so, yeah. So we're going get, to get into that. And I pulled up some celebrities who supposedly had a sex addiction. Uh, instead of my weird addiction on TV, we get my sex addiction on YouTube with Poseidon. That's quality content. Yes! So I'm actually going to dive in deeper into my relationships with women and where I think... It has uh, affected my relationship, not just with women, but people in general, jobs, this, that. Um, you try to do it on your own, but thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, uh, oh, and one of the stories that I found interesting, because this, this can actually lead to substance abuse. And also, I think, now I think, I'm not, I'm not an expert, I'm not an expert, but... Which, by the way, I will be going to go see experts. Uh, the I, last week we spoke about the SAA meetings, which is Sex Addiction, uh, Sex Addiction Anonymous, 
that I'm going to go see. There's meetings in Montreal at 7 p.m. during the week. I have to look it up again. So I haven't had the chance, but I'm definitely going to go. Now, as you all know, I'm also a cigarette smoker. I think the topic has come up numerous amount of times. And uh, basically, I think my cigarette smoking ties into my sex addiction. We're going to get into that in a moment. So this is just, I'm giving you guys the layout of how the show is going to go today. And one more thing. Uh, I found a crazy, wacky story because I like to end it on like a crazy story. Last week, I ended it with uh, the tranny that won, uh, the, won the, the beauty pageant. I think it was in Nevada. I don't remember exactly, but if you guys go listen to the previous episode, you'll know what I'm talking about. This week, it has to do with... Now, I don't know if some of y'all... Oh, I got a phone call. Maybe it's important. Who called me? It's not important. Um, <laughs> so, at the beginning of this pandemic, he smokes cigs and he also smokes cocks. Codex, look... Uh, Putting your job description in the chat, I mean, come on, keep it to yourself, bro. The only person you can figure t- that out with is yourself, but it's a good step to go seek for information on the subject. Now, I'm not saying it's gotten to the point where it's super problematic, because I've read some stories online where it is incredibly problematic for some people, to the point where they catch diseases and shit. But going back to the story that uh, I prepared, so at the beginning of this pandemic, I kind of delved heavily into conspiracy theories um and it almost drove me nuts at the beginning of the pandemic because i had all this time and i never i was always working i was working 50 60 hours a week between that uh partying uh the shows the podcasts and, and you know seeing some women on the side and fucking fucking escorts all the time when the fuck do you want me to find the time or the energy to put into conspiracy theories? So when the pandemic began, everything shut down. I had the time. I guess St. Hubert workers smoke cocks. <laughs> That's a good one, Codex. So because I had all this free time, I went into this conspiracy theory binge. And finally, um, there was a lot of pedophilia stuff uh, pedophilia conspiracy theories about the elites and that they fuck kids and all that shit. Um, Pierre Luke says, yeah, at some point it's really problematic, but at least addressing it is really good for everyone. That's true. But the, the thing is about, we're going to get back and I'm just going to finish what I was saying. Um, so you guys remember the Suez Canal, the, the boat that got stuck in the Suez Canal? There's conspiracy theories that that is Hillary Clinton's boat and that it's somehow tied to pedophilia. I know it's wacky, it's crazy, so we're going to dive into it at the end. Um... So where was I going with this? Yeah, to talk about it. But here's here's a touchy thing, Pierre-Luc, about sex addiction and porn addiction, let's say. The problem with that is that sex and masturbation is actually natural for us to do. So uh, poor Uber driver that got burned. I don't know. Now you guys lost me. So masturbation and sex is it's actually a natural want for the human body to, to want to do. Now, where it becomes problematic is not in the, the frequency. Because I've been reading, I've been diving more into it. And I will have stories from SAA meetings probably next week. I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best to go this week, but no promises. Um, 
Now, the, where it becomes an issue, apparently, so because I've been reading more, is how you engage in these activities. It, it's, not, it's not the frequency. So last episode, how does everything bad that happens and related to the Clintons? Trey Cool, come on, bro. You, you're answering your own question now. <laughs> Fucking evil people. That's how. So it is not in the frequency. Because you can be... Because it's a dangerous slope, right? So I like I was thinking like, oh, my sex addiction is bad uh, or was bad. But you also have to take into consideration the sex drive, the natural sex drive of the individual, right? So I personally have always had a very elevated sex drive to the point where one of my ex-girlfriends uh, had called me a production, right? Uh, what did she mean by that? Production of semen and sex, I guess. Uh, Lol, how Clinton pedos and a boat related together. Pat, Pat, I'm not going to ruin the surprise, but it's going to be interesting. It's definitely interesting. I didn't read the whole article because I want to save some of the article to read with you guys. So we're going to delve into it a little bit later on. Don't worry about it, as they say. So I've been reading a bit more on the subject on sex addiction, going back to that. It is not the frequency or any of that because you can have like, like if your sex drive permits it. So let's say as a dude, right? Because I, I wouldn't know about women. But let's say as a dude, right? If you get, I don't know. Uh, oh, this looks like a cool video game. Oh, it's the Elder Scrolls Online. Never mind. I'm, I'm really, bro. My fucking ADD kicked in. Fucking video game. Fucking disconnected completely. <laughs> so let's say as a dude, right? Let's say I don't know how many erections a regular dude gets, but let's just say I get a lot, right? And uh, if your masturbation habits don't interrupt your day-to-day -day life, meaning like let's say you have something to do, to read, uh, or, you know, go work or anything like that. Let's say it does not interrupt and then you feel relaxed and it's when your body wants it per se. This is what I understand. I'm not an, again, I'm not an expert. Then it is a normal habit. But if you catch yourself... I guess, masturbating to porn uh, fucking five, six times a day, and then the porn keeps getting weirder and weirder, and then sometimes you got to kind of force an erection. That's where it starts to become problematic. Now, the thing is, me, where it's tricky, is I've never really had to force an erection, right? Except for a few times with some weird girls. But anyways, uh, that's besides the point. <laughs> So I never really, so that's where it gets a little bit tricky for me. But I also notice the reason why I may be tied into my cigarette smoking addiction is because I remember about last year, same time, maybe it was June, July. Pause. Speaking of video games, it just started Phoenix Immortal, Maiden, Ubisoft, Quebec. It's a cool game for now. Oh, yeah, we had spoken about that. Going back to this. The reason why I think it's tied to my cigarette consumption is, first of all, I've read online also that sex addiction oftentimes leads to different other addictions, substance abuse and stuff like that. Now, considering my family history and seeing as how a lot of people in my family, both sides were addicted to different, different stuff, but nobody was ever really addicted to sex, I guess, or porn. It would make sense that I fell into this kind of addiction because I've seen examples of in my family of gambling addiction, alcoholism, uh, substance abuse. I have witnessed all of that shit. So 
it would make sense for somebody with my history, with my background, uh, and considering that my I resemble my grandfather a lot in characteristics, you know, mentality and stuff like that, and he himself was a married man and was banging broads uh, left, right, and center. So it would make sense that I would actually fall into that instead of any of the other addictions. Now, how it ties into cigarette uh, addiction is when I had tried to quit, and Pat, I'm going to answer your question in just a second. I just want to finish this thought. When I had tried to quit last year around June, July, I had quit. I had managed to quit for about 10 days, okay, 10 days. Now, I'm going to explain something to you guys, something that happened that was completely fucking insane. Now, people probably don't want to hear me talk about masturbating and shit, but I don't give a fuck. We talk about sex addiction over here, right, and porn addiction. When I had quit smoking cigarettes last year, for those 10 days, if I explain to you guys the number of times that I masturbated in a single day, uh, you're not going to believe me. So that may be the reason why I can't kill the habit of smoking cigarettes. Girls with dick. Wait, hold on. Oh, what do I search when I get on Pornhub? Pat, okay. Uh, my main searches are Deep Throat, uh, Cream Pie Compilation, Threesomes, Lesbians, and then usually when it's not a category, it'll be like if I, depending on the type of chick I want to see, it'll be a porn star. I'll search by porn star. And then let's say if I see, like, let's say if I see this fly-ass honey that's Asian, I'll search Asian or, you know, depending on the. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into a story that I read from, from Reddit. Hold on. And then usually, like, I'll, I'll search up, like, different nationalities and shit like that. That's my usual normal uh searches now it has gotten a bit weird in the past like i remember when it really got intense uh this porn addiction uh, right after i had just broken up with my ex-girlfriend i think i was 21 i was getting into all kinds of crazy shit i was searching up bdsm bitches tied up and shit getting rattled getting electrocuted all i was I, at 21 i was mad i was like this is a little bit fucking weird is he coming out with a top 10 on the fly Hey, Pierre, it is a top down on the fly. <laughs> uh, favorite porn star? Oh, fuck. I have many. Abela Danger, Lana Rhodes. Uh, what was that? Mia Malkova, uh, Riley Reed. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, Adriana Chechik. Uh, I have a lot of porn stars that I look at. Angela White. Angela White is usually when I'm in the mood for one of those bustier broads. You know what I mean? A bit more uh, cushion for the pushing, as they say, right? <laughs> you know, she's got bigger breasts and bigger ass, and she's got a bit of that that muffin top. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's when I'm feeling like, y'all, you know what? I'd like a bigger broad right now. So uh, try Dillian. Oh, my God. Motherfucker, you unlocked the memory. Dillian Harper, bro. The What a broad. Holy shit. So going back to my weird masturbation habits after I, I had broken up with my ex-girlfriend. Um, 
so where it really gets weird from what I've read is when it starts going into heavy BDSM stuff you wouldn't do in real life. A little nice choice. <laughs> so stuff you wouldn't do in real life. So let's say, like, I've never been part of a gangbang. I've never been part of a devil's three-way. So if you start searching for gangbangs, devil's three-ways, in my case, I've never been, I've never really done BDSM. Like, I've been in, I've done some kinky stuff with women, but never, like, hardcore BDSM. I've never been in that. So if you're searching for hardcore BDSM, stuff you'd never do in real life, like uh, public sex, if you're constantly searching up for that shit, um... Like uh, like scenes in in public and shit. That's a sign. Uh, another one is interestingly cartoon. If you're constantly watching hentai, cartoon sex, and all that shit, it is a sign of sex addiction slash porn addiction. Because it means the way they're categorizing it is that reality reality no longer kind of pleases you. So this makes me think of Japan a lot, how, you know, they have crazy fucking tentacle porn. They'll have fucking porn with uh, Devil's Three-Way Draslay is uh, when two guys tag team a chick. Just going to that. So, like, Japan has crazy sexual habits. If you look at Japan, they're also a very, not repressed, I would say. But, like, publicly, I guess they're very repressed. They can't really express themselves because they have the whole, you know, honor and all that shit. They're a very strict society. So it would make sense that weird porn addictions would develop in Japan. People are saying it's because of the, they were nuked, but I don't think it's because they were nuked. I just think it's because of the way their society is set up. Uh, now going back to me. So when I had broken up, I was searching stuff up that I had never done in real life. Oh, also another sex addiction sign is when you have sex in public. Now, I feel like porn addiction was invented by old Jews. No, no, I think it's a real thing, but it just it's hard to pin down. You know, you know what it is, Codex? It's very difficult to pin down because again, sex and masturbation is a very natural part of life for men and for women. You know what I mean? So so to really label it as an addiction is very difficult to do. Uh what is Pierre Luke saying? For real, I think that as long as everyone is concentrated is a consentant any porn is all right kind of consent what did you try to say i i didn't understand what, what you tried to say there a strict society with groping problems in train that's why they have separated train oh shit i didn't know they have a groping problem in, in japan god damn anyways but it would explain their their weird sexual fantasies in japan um so like I'll give you an example another form of another sign of sex addiction would be uh sex in public. Now, I've never really said this, but there have been numerous times there have been numerous mademoiselle Mew, we're going to get to that in a second, but cuz I remember when I dated my ex-girlfriend from 18 to 21, I was still living with my mother, right? Now, there wasn't too many places uh we can have sex at. If it was my place, it had to be when nobody was there. Uh, her place was forget about it. Her grandparents lived right under. Had they caught us fucking, I think we'd both be dead. Um, the only other choice was motels. Now, but the thing is, uh, I had went through a phase from eighteen to nineteen where I was so fucking broke I couldn't even aff I could barely afford gas in the Suzuki that I was driving. 
Uh, yeah, so Codex, it is pretty hot, but when it's uh, when it's like an itch and you have to, so like it's okay to do it here and there just to say like uh, like a mile high club, shit like that. If you want to do stuff like that, it's relatively normal. But if it turns into an itch, like you have to fuck no matter where you are, that's where it becomes problematic. Now you see, that's where it became a problem for me where we had sex in parks, forests, elevators, uh, uh, fucking stadiums. Yeah, it's fun, but definitely in the car every fucking time you know what i mean so in the weirdest fucking spots at night you know you're trying to find a hiding spot all the time apparently that's where it becomes problematic i don't know how much of it is due to a high sex drive because i was young but again that's why sex addiction isn't that clear but what i do know what wasn't normal was when i was dating my said ex-girlfriend i not only could I not stop having sex, but also masturbation was frequent. So usually when people are satisfied, not necessarily satisfied, but like when they have a sexual partner, usually the porn cuts down. Used to just call them nymphos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look, society is getting a little complicated now, Codex. So, uh, but you see me, it wasn't enough. I needed also to watch porn on a, on repeat you know what i mean so it was never enough kind of like an itch and uh what was i going i was going somewhere with this oh yeah i was gonna go into other stories and one more thing another sign of sex addiction is when you're having sex with a person they get pills to lower libido i think libido it's libido i made a mistake <laughs> um when you lose complete track of time so when you're watching so much porn and this has happened to me when you're watching porn so much, you completely lose track of time. And I'm going to get into some more stories of what had happened, of the stuff I've gotten into. Uh, you completely lose track of time. Same thing with sex addiction. You'll watch, you'll fuck with a girl for hours upon hours. You'll completely lose track of time. Same thing has happened to me while watching porn on numerous occasions. Now, for the most part, now I think I'm good, but I'm going to go into some stories real quick. But I want to read what Mademoiselle Mew said. Those These standards, diagnosed addiction, seem pretty broad. Do you have to show all them signs or just two or three? Because it, if it's just one, then we're all addicts. No, no, it's not just one. Again, it's not in the f uh, frequency. It's in the how. Right? So I'm going to get into it. Uh, Fanto used to call, uh, just call them nephos. Like pills. No, no, I heard the porn addiction are genetic too. Oh, that's interesting. Pat? It's a good question. Is Gus a porn addict too? I don't know. I don't think so. And I don't think I want to ask if we're being honest. <laughs> so I'll give you an example where I think it was really intense of why I have a light form of sex addiction and pornographic addiction. We're going to go more into the sex addiction. So there have been moments with girls uh, that... I completely lost track of time. I remember the most recent one is the girl from Quebec City. When I was dating that girl from Quebec City, I remember, and I think it's because it had to do with she was a sex addict as well. It had, we would link up. So in the beginning, it was you know a few times here and there. And even, the let's say, for a weekend, we would spend a weekend in a hotel or at her place. But I remember time just completely disappearing. We could spend, when I tell you guys, hours in the bed. I mean hours. Hours upon hours upon hours 
upon hours. I doubt you can pass on the dictionary and gene tobacco didn't exist in the past after all. Maybe through DNA because maybe our ancestors have been smoking for who knows how long, like alcohol, look at alcohol. Uh, you know, look at the natives and look at the Europeans in terms of alcohol. So it's possible that, you know, a society evolves with an addiction. Possibly. I'm not sure. Um, where was I going with this? So this girl from Quebec City, I remember we would spend hours, numerous amount of days where we did not want to fucking forgive me the bad jeu de mots, but I think... You are too hard on yourself. Look, it's possible, but again, I'm. Here's the thing, Pierre Luc. I'm very curious. It's a to certain types of addiction. It's phases you need to go through. I think, possibly, but but that's why I'm talking about it because I'm curious myself, and that's why I think I'm going to go to an SAA meeting. Imagine, guys, imagine this whole time I'm talking about this shit. I go to an SAA meeting, and they're like, "Yeah, bro, you're normal." <laughs> imagine I go to an SAA meeting, and they're like. Bro, uh, you are fine. There are people that have fucked holes in walls uh, to get off. So, no, you're normal. So, that there's a possibility that that's going to happen. Eh? And I'm just blowing it out of proportion. But I like to explore the possibility. Because there have been moments. The same girl where, you know, hours upon hours we've, uh, we've been fucking. Lost track of time. It literally felt like I was on a high. Oh, Marie Renee, what's up? What's up? Welcome. It literally felt like I was high as fuck. Like, I remember the first time I went to Star in Quebec City. We fucked so much, it legit felt like I smoked a joint. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to look it up, mademoiselle. It legit felt like I smoked a joint. Think about it. Put two and two together. I have dipped out of parties, okay? I've been at parties with beautiful women. And if I didn't collect a number... Of, or a few numbers or, or get other girls' Instagrams Within the first two, two hours of being there I was like, fuck this I'm getting an escort You know what I mean? And I would dip And sometimes it would take me eight hours To find an escort and so, Or sometimes I'd have to wait until the morning So I'd stay up all night after parties This was pre-COVID, obviously After parties Going home from parties Waiting until eight in the morning Until some of these fucking escorts start up Bam, get an escort I'm like, like an itch that has to fucking... Be scratched. Chasing the dragon, as they say. Pierre Luc, what, what does Pierre Luc say? The fact that you're having reflection about it is really good for you. Keep up your demarche. Exactly. I do believe in evolution, actually. Ex, an alcoholic having children. These kids might be more tolerant to alcohol because the father's liver is up so to prevent that their liver is stronger. Need some electrolytes. Am I dehydrated? I'm a little bit dehydrated. Hold on. Let me take a sip of my water. Water. Ah, that's some ASMR for you motherfuckers, or asthma, as I like to call it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there were moments where it was literally like that. Sex release hormones that are also triggered by drugs. See, that's interesting. So that could become addicted. Again, I sh fuck, I should have went last week to an SAA meeting, but I completely forgot about it. All those feelings... Or due to a secretion of dopamine in your brain. That's exactly like a drug. Need some electrolytes. No, no, no. Codex. I was fully hydrated. I had just eaten. Like, we would literally sometimes take a break. With this girl from Quebec City, we would literally sometimes just take a break. Just to eat, shower, drink water. And, you know, do, do, do the, you know, toilet business, as they say. Uh, that's it. Like, I remember she came over for a week. 
and that that's with this girl where I think like I pulled back on the skin of my dick. She sat on it the wrong way. It hurt, and we still could not take a break. Well, that's almost the same pleasure center. Yeah, uh, the girl from Repentigny. I think this girl was uh, had a sex addiction as well. This girl actually fun stuff. Stuff I've never said on another podcast. This girl at some point because the thing is. I'm also a very picky person in life, right? If I see something that kind of like you're too messy, I'm going to be like, ah, fuck this person. You know what I mean? Uh, too sloppy. If the girl's too sloppy, I'm going to be like, look, fucking clean up after yourself. But it was so strong. The Again, we don't know if it's addiction because I haven't been to a fucking SAA meeting. It was so strong that um, this girl, I didn't want to stay too long at her place I just wanted to fuck her But it was so intense with her That she was like Look, look, look Okay, you don't like staying too long I get it You got stuff to do Blah, 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 blah But just show up at 3 in the morning randomly I don't care if you break in Just break Like come in and fuck me Obviously I wouldn't do that I'd call her and be like Yo, I'm on my way Stay up, I'm coming to fuck you Because there was no way I'm breaking into a girl's place To have sex with her No fucking way Even though she wanted that No fucking way What's too sloppy for you Poseidon? Good question. Um, not cleaning up your dog's shit is one of them. And just leaving it stink up the whole fucking apartment. That's too sloppy. You know what I mean? That's disgusting. Like, I don't want to fuck you in this environment. You know, I, like, I don't want to spend time with a human being, uh, with another human being in this environment. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd literally rather masturbate 12 times in my own apartment than sit there and fuck a chick in an apartment with fucking... Uh, fucking dog shit in her apartment That she doesn't want to fucking clean up after herself Like fuck that You know what I mean uh. <laughs> Ah yeah Marie Renee thank you Ah disgusting right Imagine as a woman you go over to a man's house This guy has a dog Instead of cleaning up after his dog His dog pisses he just leaves it there He bangs you It smells like dog piss And dog shit in the place No you don't want that shit right no, you want to go to a nice, clean environment and have sex. You know what I mean? Um, but even though, now, even though it was, uh, look, I think, Pierre, look, I think it was a rape fantasy. But the thing is, I've never, I've never caved into those fucking fantasies that some of those women had. I was like, fuck that. That's not sloppy. That's garbage. <laughs> I didn't mean sloppy sex, guys. Sloppy sex is amazing. I'm talking about sloppy lifestyle. That's called a hoarder. <laughs> You know, so uh, so all this shit is that based on a true story? Yes, the the girl from Repentigny, bro, she was a fucking nutcase. You know, but where my sex addiction kicked kicked in in this, I think, is that this girl, even though I said, even though I would tell myself, I knew she was a complete fucking banana loony bin from the beginning. Even though I knew she was a complete nutcase from the get go, I told myself, you know what, I'm not gonna fuck this girl anymore. It was such an itch to have sex. That she would message me and I'd be like, okay, I'm coming over. I remember one night, one night in particular, I was out with friends and stuff like that. Um, and uh, <laughs> that day, because that day I told myself, I'm like, okay, you know what? Uh, Codex, that's a good one. I like hoarder with a W. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so there was one day where I told myself, oh, we got someone new in the chat. Didn't you get the red flag? Uh-huh. 
or just ignore it. Well, that's the thing. Ignoring red flags from people is another sign, apparently, in sex addiction. Bro, I don't know what the fuck anymore is the sign or whatnot. Uh, my sex addiction ends where hers starts. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to say is I still, regardless, I still, even though she was completely insane and I knew, and I knew at the end of the day, I should not stick my penis in this girl. When her opening statement was, uh, if I was one of the whores in Cuba, would you have fucked me? Uh, and then if I said, I, what, I don't remember what I wrote back exactly. I wrote, I wrote back something along the lines of like, yeah, maybe, sure, I don't know. And then her next message to me is basically uh, pictures of her asshole and her vaheen. And then another one is a picture of her vaheen and a butt plug in her asshole. That is a red flag. So, like, maybe if I act like a sewer dump, he's going to leave without fucking me. But it was Poseidon. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone goes through weird shit like that. It's just that most people don't talk about it. Yeah, well, Pierre, me, I don't, me, I don't give a fuck. I think these stories, actually, it's these stuff that I talk about. Because there's so many other stories, but they're not, they're either A, not funny or not cringy or not disgusting. They're just regular stories and they're not fun and... You know what I mean? They don't, they don't really add any element to what we're doing here. So, because um, there's a lot more stories like that that I've never really spoken about. I just talk about the weird ones and the interesting ones. So this girl, I remember one night we were at a party. Now I'm backtracking a bit. It was such an itch that I had to fuck. That day I had masturbated three or four times. Watch, I'm going to stop saying masturbated because it's very vulgar. Uh, let's say I watched porn three or four times. And it was such an intense itch. I was at a party and then with friends, and we left that party. And she messaged me to go fuck her. And I dipped out of that party. I'm like, I got to go fuck her. So not even, I could not even stop myself. You know those memes where, where, where you know, of like uh, the penis, like it writes my penis. And then it's like a character that's like oh, tired and exhausted. Um, and then... It has an image under, and it's like an evil picture, and it's like me opening up Pornhub for the fifth time today. Me, it's the opposite. My penis is the evil one in this case. My penis is the one like, bro, we opening another fucking Pornhub tab? Bro, that girl that doesn't clean up her dog shit? We're fucking her, bro. We're fucking her. Me, I'm like, no, 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 I shouldn't fuck this, bro. Me, it's the opposite. My penis is I am the captain now when it gets erect, basically. You guys see that movie with, well, what's his fucking name there? Yeah, those are the fun stories, so why not talk about it? By the way, my vet told me my dog had a vulve juvenile and capuchonne. Vulve juvenile et capuchonne. And it's just my new favorite thing ever to tell people out of the blue. Okay, my Renee, you're going to have to explain to me what that means. Using masturbation is too vulgar. Proceed to say, I want to fuck her. Yeah, less vulgar, sure. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, but uh, yeah, those were some of the uh, the red flags. You know, I think it was always when it was a situation where it was like it was never enough. It's kind of like an itch, and I think I think that's what I want to talk about when I go to one of these SAA meetings. And who knows? Maybe maybe I might find uh, the love of my life on one of these SAA meetings. Like I said last week. Hope humans don't get that. Sounds painful. Yeah, you know. And when you're when it fucks up, like. Because it has made me, okay, now I'm going to say something. It's probably going to piss off Pantelis. Uh, most of the time, I was late to some of the podcasts. 
because I used to work a shift. Um, again, Marie, you're going to have to explain that to me. It means that she can get UTIs easier than other dogs, and maybe she will eventually need surgery. Oh, damn, I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks. Um, so let's say, like, and it's probably going to piss off Pantels what I'm about to say, but all times when I was late was probably due to this. Was either I was either at a party the night before or uh, I couldn't pick up a chick. And I'm like, fuck it. I got a fucking escort. So I would order an escort. And sometimes I'd wait until 8 in the morning. 8 in the morning. Just to fuck. Just to, just to fuck. Just to get that itch. Fuck. And then she'd leave and then I'm good. But imagine going to bed at 9 in the morning. You got to be up at fucking 10, 11, 12. Let's say noon. Three hours of sleep. You don't wake up on time. It's a whole mess. So when it fucks up your personal relationships, your jobs, all this shit, that's where it becomes a problem. And that's where it had become a very big problem for me in terms of sex addiction with spending all this money on escorts. You know how many kids I probably put through fucking college, bro? You know how many fuck? Oh, who we got in the chat? Steph. Welcome, Steph. Shout out to Steph. I like what you do with gapes. Um, but yeah. Like, you know... No, 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 Marie Renee, it's not a great reason. It's not. That's the thing. So I think that's where it becomes problematic. Uh, uh, Mademoiselle Mew, I don't understand what you just said, but it's weird. So, yeah, when it becomes problemat problematic for, you know, work and all this kind of shit, then that, that's where I think it becomes a problem. That's why I'm curious to go to one of these SAA meetings and see, just see what the fuck they say. Now, uh, enough about my life and my experiences. Uh, just get a deluxe vibrating pocket pussy. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to lie. I thought about it. I'm not going to lie. I thought about it. But no, because then again, then it's again, guys, it's a slippery slope. Next thing you know, I'm buying the fucking fake asses uh, with the asshole and the vaheen. And then next thing you know, I'm buying the half bodies. Then next thing you know, I'm buying full-on Android sex dolls. It's downhill. You know what I mean? So, no. Um, but, you know. We're going to go into some stories. You know, where people like this guy... This guy on Reddit talks about his story where him, it was really bad. He had to fuck, uh, he had to masturbate seven to eight times a day. He would have, uh, ins he fucked a tranny at some point. Now that, God bless, thank the Lord. Now here's, here's the thing, here's the issue with me, is that if, let's say I were to ever get tricked into fucking a uh, transvestite, and I found out she was, uh, she was a man, and now turned into a woman, I would prob I'm liable to commit a murder. I'm gonna be <gasps> sorry, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, so I guess I'm lucky in that sense that my quote unquote addiction never brought me that far. Because I have read some stories, guys. All you guys have to type in is sex addiction stories and read it and then press enter. You guys are gonna read some of the wildest motherfucking shit I've ever seen. You know? The furthest so the worst is is when you start, you know, doing all kinds of crazy fucked up shit. So, right before the crazy fucked up shit is apparently BBFs, BBFS. 
which means no condom sex with escorts. Now, I haven't hit that stage yet. So I'm right before me. I'm at the escort stage, right? Tricked. I'm very ready. <laughs> I bet uh, a million rubies that you will see someone with a real doll at the SAA meeting. Oh, my God. Pierre, that just motivated me to go even more. I'm going to go. And it was that guy from Kazakhstan that married his sex doll. God damn, imagine, like, that beating that sex doll took. <laughs> you know? So I'm right. So there's that one. And then there's BBFS with, with no condom sex with escorts. And then it transforms into the craziest, wildest shit. Gang bangs. You name it. You start partaking into all kinds of crazy shit. BDSM. Start doing crazy fucking shit. Um, you know someone with an expensive doll? Dude doesn't go out often. Yeah, Codex. But you see, that's what I want to avoid, you know? <laughs> It might give me a good laugh. Bro, Drasley, I'm telling you, go read that shit. It is insane. Insane. And whatever. This story that I read in particular, I could kind of relate. Because this guy, I think the furthest it got was uh, BBFS, which is no sex. So it never escalated past that. So I never partook into any gangbangs or did BDSM shit. Uh, yo, I've seen that shit too, Pierre Lux. <laughs> Uh, for those of you For the audio listeners Some guy married His 1999 Honda Civic uh, So Going back to this Now what happened How this guy uh, This guy felt Guilt and shame And I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie I have felt guilt and shame About fucking some women I shouldn't have fucked Like there was that crackhead That had come over once And I felt I almost burnt my apartment down Because I was like No I can't believe this happened those poor arousing addicted people. <laughs> Anyways, again for audio listeners, you gotta you guys gotta subscribe to patreon.com slash pantelis. Um this is cause I interact with the chat. So if I am talking and I cut off, it's cause I'm interacting with the uh, the live chat. Now this guy had actually planned his suicide. He had bought a gun and a, a gun and everything. And what broke him mentally out of it was uh, he had set up a one last no condom appointment with an escort and she canceled on him. And that was the trigger where he was like, oh, no, I got to stop all this shit. He quit smoking weed because he was addicted to weed uh, and all that shit. And that's what kind of saved him was that that canceling. There was that little voice in his head. So, like I said, you guys go type that shit on Google Sex Addiction Stories Reddit, and you guys, it is completely bananas, as they say. The only people I feel bad for on the internet is people like the dude who put uh, a mason jar in his ass and it popped. <sighs> Ugh, disgusting. Ugh. Um, but yeah, you know, there's all kinds of crazy shit out there, guys, you know? We have kind of created this toxic, toxic society. But uh, he quit weed and he didn't want to kill himself anymore. So obviously the weed was the problem. Saved by not a punctual prostitute. Nice. Not the raw dogging hookers. So guys, I haven't gotten to raw dogging hookers yet. So, I mean, I'm, I'm safe for now. For now. I've got it under control for now. Apart from... Affecting me monetary wise, money wise, I'm good. Uh, so hold on. But 
another thing that I was going to talk about. Um, I was going to talk about celebrities. Your face was worth $1,000. Tell them to bring me my money. <laughs> Maria's on fire today. Yes, she is. I had missed you, Marie. You hadn't been here in a while. So uh, <clears throat> going back, I think I was going to talk about celebrities who have for sure battled sex addiction because the reason why I'm bringing this up is imagine for regular people not being able to stop. Imagine being a celebrity and then a good-looking celebrity and then being able to just snap your fingers and you have sex. Imagine. So basically these people take me, give me a million followers on Instagram, uh, give me also uh, about $10 million dollars And basically, I would end up like these motherfuckers in rehab. Uh, but one of them has been Michael Douglas. This guy, uh, his half-brother died of a drug overdose. He went to fucking therapy, basically, to combat this sex addiction. Amber Smith, I don't know who she is, but she's fine as fuck. Amy Winehouse, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen contracted HIV, uh, and he spent... Thousands upon thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on escorts himself. Uh, David Duchovny, the, the guy in Californication. My dick would be in ice. Guys, you guys lost me in the chat. Uh, Robbie Williams, I don't know who that is. Jack Nicholson had a sex addiction. Uh, th this one's interesting. Kim Basinger said of Nicholson, he is crazy. I haven't met anyone so obsessed with sex like him. So it's kind of like me where I'm literally fucking obsessed with sex. The veteran actor would agree that that's a fair summing up of his sexual proficiency. When asked how many children he has fathered, he responded to the interviewer, there could be 9,000 for all I know. I used to live so freely. Women are never enough for me. There were days I used to go to bed with four or more. But none of them can take away my freedom. Until the end of my days, I'll remain a bachelor. Oh, shit. Eric Bennett, I don't know. Colin Farrell. Uh, the, he had a sex tape scandal Billy Bob Thornton What a ridiculous face this man Why does Billy Bob Thornton top this list Amongst the, of the wackiest boner happy celebs And why would anyone want to cheat on their wife Especially when she happens to be Angelina Jolie Oh shit this guy dated Angelina Jolie uh, He ended up cheating on her With a bunch of groupies and household staff Time t Time and time again in a bid to save their marriage Angelina sent him to a sex therapist And well, as the story goes, he ended up betting the therapist as well. Yo, this guy was so addicted to sex, he fucked the therapist. I got a steady girlfriend, so I'm good. But I do so much coke, though. So oh, hold on. You guys lost me in the chat. Am I the only one who thinks Britney Spears is looking a lot like Harley Quinn and Batman? Giving me a crazy vibe, non-related. Uh... Yeah, but that's the thing, Codex. Sex addiction is even if you have a steady girlfriend, it turns into yeah, you have to cheat and shit like this guy. And she took Poseidon. I went on a cleaning frenzy in my apartment in case I would give my shirt in person. I know it might not happen, but I gotta admit, I feel better in my environment. That's amazing. Good for you, Marune. So, so much Coke, Codex. <laughs> You're right, Pierre. If Angelina gets cheated on, we're doomed. Well, that's the thing, because here's the thing. Like, my ex-girlfriend, when I was 18, we dated for those three years. This is one of the girls I love to death, right? Uh, I think that was my first love ever. If there was one, it's definitely 
her. I had crushes before and in between and all that shit, but to really love a woman, I, I don't think I've ever loved a woman like I loved my ex-girlfriend. And uh, I love this girl so much, but I never cheated on her. I have come close so many times, but I think it's due to the fact that we were young and we could fuck so much and I would still watch porn. I think that kind of saved it from not cheating on her. Because I tell you guys, if there was no porn around and uh, the amount of times I had been hit on when I was in a relationship, I would have for sure cheated on her. I have come close a crazy amount of times though. So it's not about, it's not about, so Mademoiselle, because you're saying if, Angel, if Angelina Jolie gets cheated on, we're doomed. It's not about who the person is. It's about what the fuck is going on with the other person. You know what I mean? So this guy cheated on her, even though he had a broad of a woman and he probably loved her and everything. It's the addiction aspect that fucks up your relationships with other people. You know what I mean? So that's why she get it. She got cheated on. She didn't get cheated on because, you know, she was no good. She got cheated on because, you know, the sex addiction for the other guy was way too much. Tiger Woods is another example. Women, you know, other women celebrities. Britney Spears is among one of the, um, one of the, yeah, Britney Spears. So, so a source close to Britney Spears was quoted squealing on the star back when she was uh, with K-Fed. I don't know who that is. Britney says, sex with Kevin is 10 times better than with her ex-lover, Justin Timberlake. They're constantly in bed together in one long sex marathon. We don't know if that means sex addict, but they do have two kids together, for better or for worse. So when it turns into sex marathons, again, you lose track of time, all that shit. That's where it becomes a problem. Where do you see yourself in five years? Good question. Actually, no one has ever asked me that. Uh, podcasting, producing podcasts, sketches, acting in sketches, movies, shows. Uh, you know, I'm currently reading acting books. As soon as everything opens up, I'm going to take up acting classes, uh, stuff like that. Um, you know, I want to produce movies one day also. So I want to do all that shit. So that's where I see myself in five years, doing all this shit, just being in the industry that I've always wanted to be in and having fun. Am I the only one who's starting to think more and more that humans are not monogamous by nature? So here's the thing. Because we've set up this married lifestyle, maybe the normal is to constantly fuck. Maybe, maybe... Like, even in ancient times, it was accepted that people had many lovers. Yeah, I know, Pierre, Pierre, here's the thing. So maybe, maybe the normal ones are the people. Yes, I'm living with my podcasts, uh, Mary Renee. So, I mean, maybe the normal ones are people like me who, who are polygamous, as they say. You know what I mean? And the non-normal ones are people who remain monogamous. You know, maybe we're looking at this entirely different. We're looking at this the wrong way in life. You know what I mean? Maybe it's that. So maybe sex addiction isn't even a real thing. But the way society is set up right now that, you know, you have to have a partner and blah, 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 and grow old together and yada, yada, yada. Uh, maybe it's then labeled as a sex addiction. You know, maybe certain people just have a higher libido or libido, as I like to say. You know what I mean? 
So then they're labeled crazy. But then again, I mean, if it fuck, if it does fuck up relationships, jobs, um, you know, meetings. If you gotta dip out of places, uh, just to go fuck, uh, then then I guess when it becomes problematic, then I guess you could label it as a sex addiction. Uh, so I guess that's where it is. Thank you, Marie-Renee. The way I see it, Pierre Luke says, the way I see it is find someone you want to live with, but accept that you are having desire for others. I mean, the first objective of our existence. Anatomy speaking is to reproduce. You know? So I don't know. Again, I'm not an expert. Me, I just, I'm the type of guy that likes to explore different topics, different theories on different stuff, you know? Kanye West apparently had a sex addiction. Jada Pinkett Smith had a sex addiction. Lamar Odom had a sex You know, all these people who supposedly had sex addictions. Russell Brand, he was in Bring Him to the Greek. That's where I know him from. Uh, you know? So I don't know. I don't know at the end of the day. I'm not an expert, but like I said, I'm, an, I'm definitely going to go to an SAA meeting just to check it out, just because I'm very, very curious. Some animals are monogamous. Oh, PP team, welcome. You finally decided to show up. You could just be addicted, like no matter what you are addicted to. It's just how your brain is wired. Am I making sense? Mademoiselle, that actually makes a lot of sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. Maybe you just have a incredibly addictive personality. It's just what you put your addiction in. That would make sense why some people become so hyper successful in a specific field. Actually, now this just opened the door for more topics, which is very interesting what you just said. Um, maybe certain people have this super hyper addictive personality and it could be towards anything. It just, it, they, they manage to find a way to channel it. So maybe, let's say like, I don't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, has this super addictive personality and he just basically channeled it into weightlifting, acting, and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So that made him into a hyper-successful person. It's called predispositions. Oh, that's interesting. Let me go over it. Reliability tends to suffer from a particular condition, hold a particular attitude, or act in a particular way. Um, yeah, I see what you mean. It's genetic. Yeah. It's look, maybe it's a possibility. I don't know. Again, I'm not an expert, but I mean, it could, you know, it, it could be just that. It could be that you just have an addictive personality, and it's whatever you basically get a hold of uh, that you become addicted to. So if somebody hands you fucking heroin, it's that. If somebody hands you video games, it's that. Because I myself have been addicted to video games. I went into this last week. So it could be whatever I'm handed and whatever brings me joy, right? Now, the gyms are opening up again soon. Uh, so I'm definitely probably going to try and channel some of that addiction into the dopamine that releases when I see the number on the scale go down or when I see my chest puff up or my shoulders get bigger and broader. You know what I mean? So, yeah, maybe it is that. That's very interesting. Very, very interesting. I had thought about this a few times, you know, over the week. Over the weeks, actually. Sometimes at night, you know, you think about crazy shit. And maybe it could be literally just that. 
predisposed. So I'm predisposed to basically have a sex addiction, is what we're saying. <laughs> From my, I blame my grandfather in Greece. This guy, this guy. If I tell you guys, now I'm not gonna say the stories because I don't know if my mother's gonna get mad because it's my it's my grandfather. Ah, who gives a fuck? But this guy used to fucking. This guy was married. He used to wear his scarpines. Okay, his scarpines. He used to go out on the town. This guy used to bed all kinds of women. Not just not just escorts and hookers and stuff like that. This guy, regular regular women, I'm calling them again, but non-escorts, non-sex workers in Greece. This guy would go out dressed at a nines and was married and would fuck everything. So if it comes from anywhere, if it comes from anywhere, guys, it definitely comes from my grandfather on my mom's side. Um, but yeah. Now, I had an extra story. Uh I'm, I'm gonna get into it real fucking quick. I'm actually gonna put this one up for you guys. Hold on. Uno momento, por favor. Silvo play, senor. Yes. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> Where is it? Okay. Okay. I'm gonna read it for you guys. QAnon's Suez Canal. Does it say dick ship? Dick ship conspiracies are getting wilder and wilder. Ta, 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 ta. The Evergreen cargo ship is blocking one of the world's busiest trade routes, and conspiracy theorists have a lot of thoughts. What conspiracy theories are these, might you say? So, uh, apparently the ship drew a penis. That's one of them. Uh, it might just be a bored fucking captain. Within minutes of the ever given ship, I think isn't it evergreen or ever? I don't fucking know anymore. Getting stuck in Egypt, in Egypt's Suez Canal on Wednesday, an incident that's created chaos in the global supply chains. QAnon supporters were spreading wild conspiracies that the ship was operated by Hillary Clinton and carrying a cargo of child sex slaves. Tan tan tan. The claims were based on the fact that the Taiwanese shipping company that operates the ship is called Evergreen, which was Clinton's secret service name when she was first lady. The baseless theory, they're saying, now baseless, we, we don't fucking know. It's the Clintons, all right? You know? Uh, was given further credence in the minds of QAnon followers, at least when it emerged that the ship's call sign was H3RC, which is close enough to Clinton's own initials, HRC, for Canon followers to make the link. The theory quickly spread on Telegram and gabbed the platforms QAnon followers have fled to in the wake of the purge by mainstream social networks in recent months. But the claim also made their way to Twitter and Facebook where fact-checking groups, you know, whatever. There's no evidence. And then they're tying... And then there was something else. Hold on, hold on. And then they, the other conspiracy was that basically um, the, the names of the boats that then went to the rescue for this ship were Mossad and something and stuff that basically Hillary Clinton was tied in with. So crazy shit like that. So if you guys, that's an interesting conspiracy theory to go uh, search up that I found interesting. So you guys can go search it up, delve into more details because I was going to delve into it a little bit more, but we ran out of time talking about stories of my sex addiction, uh, some celebrities that have sex addiction, and uh, that's about it. Don't forget, DeepSign69 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Twitch.tv slash DeepSign69. I started live streaming Warzone more often. I yell at people on the hot mics. If you guys don't know what that is, tune in. 
uh, two drink minimum every week. My co-host, uh, I think she's probably going to be, for sure she's going to be uh, back next Saturday. We're also starting the French version. The Intellectuals, every Thursday, 8 p.m. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Uh, that's about it. Peace the fuck out, motherfuckers. <laughs>